guys, welcome back to the Late Late Toy Show podcast. If you missed the first one, I'm Hanako, and I'm a very serious journalist who takes my job very, very seriously. This podcast is about Brexit and Donald Trump and all the news. Ah, who am I kidding? It's about the toys! And this episode is jam-packed with them. It's been a very exciting week at Toy Show HQ. In the first episode, I was confined to a cosy studio, but this week, they've let me loose an RTE. Clipboard? Check. Magnifying glass? Check. Let's go on the hunt for toys. We're on our way to the toy cabin. I hope I don't get lost. <laughs> These guys have the second best job in the world. Lovely to meet you, <laughs> Welcome to the toy cabin. I mean, after being a kid who gets to go behind the scenes in RTE, there's so many toys. Oh my goodness. I really don't know where to start. My name is Patrick Power, so I am a toy researcher. So my job is to play with toys, and this is my first year. I'm Ashley Grannon. I'm one of the other toy researchers. Uh, this will be my fourth toy show. So a toy researcher um, is somebody who comes into the cabin when it's all empty and dark uh, in the first week of September and starts phoning all of the different suppliers and toy shops all around the country and asks them to send in lots of different toys. Top toys or toys that suppliers think that we might like. So once we've chosen our children, then we know um, what specific toys we're looking for. Um, so at the minute we have about 500 items. That doesn't include books, that doesn't include ride-ons, and that doesn't include duplicates that we order. So we have a system where if it's on the table, it's going to be on the show, and if it's under the table, it's not going to be on the show. What's an average day at the toy cabin? An average day at the toy cabin probably consists of a lot of opening of boxes, I think, and trying out all the toys, and then trying to assign them to each kid's personality. Which toy do you think would suit my personality? What are your favourite interests? I do like drawing and reading. Reading? Oh, well, yeah. that would definitely be our whole pile of books then. <laughs> would definitely suit you. You've got hundreds of books. How do you choose the books that you want to show on the show? Really, the first thing is what I think of them. So if I think, oh my God, this book is amazing, I put it into one pile and I think, maybe we might come back to it, I'll put it into another pile. And then it's like the toys then. Once the children are picked who are going to review all the books, then we know, you know, okay, Hanako is 12 and she's interested in science, so I might try and find a science book. How long do you have with each child to choose what book or toy is going to go with their personality? So firstly, we have their original audition tape that they sent in online. Then we meet them. So then they come in for a face-to-face interview and they fill out a questionnaire with their interests and their hobbies. So we really get a lot of time to ask, especially with books and things like that, what really they're interested in and what books they might have read or not read. And then we go from there. What has been your favourite toy ever that was on the toy show? I liked last year, there was a crane game. Um, it was Alyssa. She was one of our toy demonstrators last year and herself and Ryan played a little, like an arcade game, but it was a toy. So it was one that you could practice and practice and practice on at home. And then maybe you could go to a fair or something afterwards and then you'd be really good because you would have done all the practice on your toy. What kind of toys would you least like to see come in? Anything you have to build. I dread, but they have to come in. I actually quite like building. 
But what I really don't like are toys that have lots of little tiny pieces because if you miss a tiny piece then it will all go wrong and the cabin is so big and we have so many toys in here that I just hate tiny pieces. They make me very nervous. We have three days to go and what are you doing to prepare? I am living in the cabin with Patrick. We probably will not leave the cabin until Friday. But at this point, it's all about our final checks. So we are going through every child and making sure that every toy we have for every child is working. It has batteries. It has all its tiny pieces and that we are ready to go. I know you can't give anything away, but what can we expect? I think that you can expect the best toys that have ever been seen on the toy show, ever. Because they're actually toys that are made to play with. They're not toys that are just the big toys. We've worked so hard to fill this year's toy show with just stuff that is made for kids to just play. very serious journalist. You have to look at the thumbs up, so when you see the thumbs up, you start. Yes. How's that? Well, you might have not believed me. Okay, why are you getting nervous now? <laughs> God. But sometimes I get to put VIPs in the hot seat. I need a rescue remedy. And they have to deal with my patented interrogation skills. Hi Ryan, thanks so much for talking with me today. Anako, it's my pleasure to see you and meet you because sometimes I meet children, they're like, hi, how's it going? But you <laughs> bounced in like a balloon. <laughs> Thank you so much. I just have a few questions yep. to ask you about sure. the toy show, and I'm sure a lot of people are interested in that. And mm-hmm. um, the first ever toy show was broadcast in 1975 when you were a tiny kid. What are your first mem- memories of it as a viewer? My first memories of the toy show are that, that I was scared. I was scared of the man's <laughs> jumper. Um, Gay Byrne was presenting it, oh. and he used to wear these really horrible jumpers. Now, initially, he didn't. They weren't meant to be awful jumpers until yeah. people said. They're really horrible jumpers. <laughs> and then it became a thing. Yeah. And uh, so he, he would wear those jumpers. And then, I, you know, as, as I got a bit older, I used to watch and I'd see the children playing with the toys. And I thought, I would love, love, love to play with the toys yeah. on the TV. Because I was a show-off as a kid <laughs> and as an adult, as you can see. And uh, I just thought, what a dream job that would be. Yeah. And then many, many years later, Charlie Bucket got to the factory. And uh, yeah, I got to eat all the sweets. So now I do the job. So that's yeah. it. But as a child, yeah, I, I, I thought think of that's everybody's dream to yes. present the toy show. Well, l- let me tell you, the dreams can come true. And, um, yeah. you know, it, it's, it, everything's possible. I'd love to take over after you. But look, I mean, it won't be. You probably won't be long now. So we'll give it a few years, and then you're in. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, how much work do you have to put in for preparing for a show? For for the for toy the show. show, yeah, yeah sure. The toy show, yeah. I, well, to be honest with you, I've got the kind of the easiest part of the job because all I have to do is go on and play uh, with toys <laughs> and meet children, and I love both of those things. And then a little bit of singing, a little bit of dancing, both yeah. terrible, but just giving it a go. <laughs> And so that that's fine. Um, the, but the real work is done by the people around me. And they, they have yeah. to make sure the toys are working. They have to make sure all the children are picked and picked carefully. They have to make sure everyone's minded, the cameras, the lights, the makeup, the costumes. It's an enormous, it's like a circus. A production. A, a, yeah. a production, precisely. And it's an enormous job. And I've got loads of people who call colleagues, but they're also friends. Yeah. But I like the people I work with. And they put this thing together. And you know The Greatest Showman, I'm sure you've seen yes. that. It's kind of like that. I mean, it's, it's a massive, <laughs> massive, big, big, big thing. If it's like a football team, they set up the goal and I just hit the ball in the net. That's my job. No, but I mean, you kick the ball in the goal very well. Thank you very much for saying so. I'm going to hire you as my agent from here on in. I think we need to meet this crazy football team that set Ryan up each year. 
I'm in one of the studios in RTE and I'm about to meet one of the most important people behind the scenes of the toy show. I'm here with Kate, who's the researcher of the toy show. This is my 11th year working on the toy show and part of my job is both finding the kids, so that's kids that perform on the show, kids that do toy testing and also finding all the toys that you see on the toy show. It's also a big, big part of my job. You've been the researcher for the toy show since I've been watching the toy show. That's so cool. Oh my God, yeah. I start officially working on the toy show in September, but we always say that preparation for the toy show begins the night of the previous toy show, because what happens is all of us are in the one room together after the toy show, and we're all chatting about how we think the show went, and then immediately all the chats start about next year's toy show, and that's from the theme, even down to Ryan's jumper, we talk about every everything on toy show night and then we just have to make sure that we remember it when it gets to the summer and who's on the toy show team myself kate and then we have our producer and her name is nasa and then we have another researcher and we have toy testers and the rest of us in our toy show office we pick the children even down to someone who's cycling a bike to someone who's singing a song and all the toy testers so we do all of that what makes a good toy show kid if anybody wants to audition for the toy show? Really there's no right answer to that because we on the toy show like everybody to be themselves so whether you have a particular interest maybe it's gardening or maybe it's you have a snail collection it could be anything so there isn't really a set criteria for what makes the perfect toy show kid it's essentially just be yourself. Who comes up with the theme each year? On the toy show team, all year round, we would keep an eye out on top, top songs or top movies or top books. And they would help us decide on what the theme should be the next year. What has been your favourite theme so far on the toy show? There's so many good ones. I loved The Greatest Showman last year. That was brilliant. And we actually made the set circular, which meant that the audience were all around Ryan. So that was really cool. And then I also really, really loved The Jungle Book. They're all brilliant. What was your favourite theme of the toy show? The first one I ever remember was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So I'd have to say that was my favourite because that's the one I remember from the start where the with the flying car and everything. Think. That was so cool. I must send you some clips of ones before that because they were really good too. Yeah. I've seen one about Star Wars as well from way back in the day. My dad said he remembered that. What has been the trickiest thing you have to handle in the past? The trickiest thing on the toy show is when a toy doesn't work because we know that a toy can be really, really cool when it's done properly. Sometimes it could be under the hot lights they might not work or sometimes it could be that they might run out of their batteries or sometimes the toys just have a life of their own and they just decide I'm not going to work tonight even though I've been working for weeks beforehand. Something that can be quite tricky on toy show night can be if we have really, really young children on, they might be only four or five so we have to make sure that they have a nap during the day so that they don't fall asleep on the stage at Ryan. I believe they're doing something different this year on the toy show. This year the toy show is doing a simulcast so that means that you can watch the toy show on the RTE 
app and you can watch the toy show in sign language. So that's brilliant for us because it means that anyone out there who wants to watch the toy show with sign language can watch it live. Thank you so much, Kate, for talking to me today and taking time out of your very busy schedule. And I really enjoyed our chat. I'll be watching the toy show on Friday. Thank you very much. They say never work with kids or animals. And they're right. In the past, you've done both. Yes. How do you approach it? Well, I prefer children to animals. Uh, that's that's the truth. Yeah. Uh, I, I own two. Um, <laughs> I've no cats or dogs or goldfish. No, but I do. I've always liked... I loved being a child. Yeah. Uh, and I think that if I go into a room full of adults, I find children more interesting because they're not cluttered with cynicism and sarcasm and they're not irritating. And they're generally better company. Yeah. Um, and they've got a kindness to them that is more interesting than a boring adult. I also think most adults don't know how to talk to children or with them. Yeah. Um, they kind of point at them and look at them and act and, and talk to them like they're from Timbuktu. You know, are you having a nice time? <laughs> yes, I'm not deaf. Why are you shouting at me? You know, they don't get it. Yeah. Uh, so um, I, I love the toy show. I, I could I, I'd nearly do a toy show every week uh, because it, it does it's allow fun, me to, yeah. to hang out with kids and play with toys and I do that with I did that with my own girls but they're too old now so all the kids that come in the toy show are now my like kind of surrogate children <laughs> who I can hang out with because mine are too old <laughs> I mean no they're not too, too old, old for, for sorry you're, so you're quite right you just you're so quick you're right uh they're not too old for a hug and a hot chocolate yeah. and a walk and all these things. You just, they just, the, the, the childhood uh, develops into, you know, Young different adults, things. Yeah. Like I might go for Teenager. a pint of Guinness with one of my daughters because <laughs> she's old enough now. Yeah. But the other one, I'd have to drag away uh, from her studies and go for a walk. So you just, yeah. you, it just evolves into something else. Yeah, of course. The Toy Show has introduced the world to some amazing kids over the time it's been on. little fun-sized library, I have John Joe Brennan, who's eight from Paris and Roscommon, depending on where you get him on a given week. What were you reading first? I was reading James and John Peach. Oh, by the wonderful by Roald Dahl. Yes. Did you like that? Yes, I did. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. What's, you're a Harry Potter fan, are you? Yeah. Do you like Harry Potter, John Joe? <laughs> well, I... I you're still having the laugh there. That's great. <laughs> well, I already read a bit, but I never really got to the end of it, That's so okay. I couldn't say that I'm a big, a big fan, fan yet. Okay. Can I ask you another question? Yes. What do you want to be when you grow up? A horologist, yes. Which is to do with the time, is it? To fix clocks, yes. You want to fix clocks? Yes. Will you look at my watch and tell me? Is that a good watch or a bad watch? Or how would you analyse that watch, John John? It's a very good mark, I suppose. Next to Rolex. <laughs> is it going to last me, do you think? Well, yes. <laughs> well, if you keep it clean, as I said the last time. Yes. Where's the doll? Who's, what's the doll's name? Hope. Hope. Is that your name or the, the name she comes with? The name that she comes with. What's your favourite uh, ice cream in the whole world? Sausage ice cream. Sausage what? Sausage ice cream. How, what do you mean? So, I don't understand. How does that work? <sighs> you got a sausage? You get a sausage, you push it on, and then you get another sausage, and then you try and push it on to the, the, the other piece of the sausage. And then the ice cream? No. That's the ice cream. <laughs> that could they all go in. Okay, listen. You live in your world, I live in mine. And what is the most unexpected thing that has ever happened to you on a toy show? I think it was probably the green pooey nappy that came out of a doll one day. Uh, I, it oh, was, do you remember I, that? I, I remember that and you threw it into the audience. <laughs> 
I thought the doll was just going to do a wee, but actually it did a big diarrhea, green, slimy poo that kept coming out into the nappy. Now, it was it was a sight to behold, but it was a surprise. Yeah, it was uh, funny anyway. It would, thank you. And I thought it was funny. It wasn't funny for the, for the poor baby doll, who was obviously very unwell and had a bad uh, experience the night before. However, uh, once I got it into my hand, because when I do the toy show, it's like having eating six packets of Skittles. Like you become completely wired. Giddy, yeah. Giddy, exactly. Like the giddiest boy in the class. Uh, and so I picked up this nappy, as you right, rightly remember. I said, what do I do with this? And when you're presenting the toy show and you've got a bunch of greedy adults in the audience looking for free stuff, you give them free stuff. So I yeah. threw the nappy into one of their faces. <laughs> it's one of my favourite things I ever did. Yeah, that and the Nerf gun. I'm sure they were very pleased with their present. They, they were. I, sh- I think there was a swift uh, purchase of some baby wipes afterwards to say sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. We're heading to wardrobe at the moment and I'm so curious to see what I'm going to find. We've just arrived in wardrobe and you can see all of Ryan's costumes from the last few years lined up here. We have Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, his Willy Wonka outfit, and we have his Woody costume and his Gracious Showman costume and his Jungle Book costume. It's so fluffy. You'd never expect that. Welcome, you're in the costume department. So this is our main store. This is where we keep everything from Fair City to our presenters. Ryan's costumes will be here, Marty Whelan. So we have a lot of really cool stuff in here, in our big storeroom. (laughs) Have you ever tried dressing up in here? No, I have Well, sometimes, like, run now, because we don't get to see, say, the kids up until much later. We are each other's dummies. So you don't know, somebody might come out this time of year, it could be in a Santa suit, a chicken suit, anything can arrive. So we do sometimes have a great laugh trying on the clothes, but obviously, as you can see, they're all really tiny, so we'd have to really squeeze into the clothes if we wanted to fit into them. These are some of the kids going past, so we're doing toy show fittings at the moment. Which is obviously a surprise, so I won't give away what I see. My name is Ran. I work in the costume department. How do you feel when you see your costumes being worn on screen? Well, it's very exciting when we see them on screen. It's very exciting when we see them on the people for the first time because it comes to life when it's put on people. Um, We work away on them and they're just fabric and then they start to take shape and they start to turn into something and then it goes on a child or an adult, but preferably a child for the toy show and it's really exciting because they turn into little... um, animated things then. They're no longer costumes or or fabric. Are you good at keeping the theme a secret? Well, my lips are well and truly shut when it comes to the theme, I can tell you that. Um, I think we're all in agreement here that we wouldn't want to give the game away because it's more fun and it's more exciting when it's a big surprise for everybody. Have you got any guesses? My friends and I were brainstorming today and we do have a few guesses, but I now know what the theme is and I don't want to say anything. Okay, okay. You see, you're on board with keeping a secret too. If I was to pick the theme for the toy show, I would make it My Little Pony themed and I'd dress Ryan up as Spike and I'd have everyone dress up as unicorns and Pegasi and alicorns and earth ponies. I think we're looking at a few of the Christmas jumpers and there's a lot of things here that aren't from the toy show as well. Some top hats here, army costumes, and then aliens, boas, 
I've never heard of that one. Um, and beekeeper hats and suits. And an entire rack of nothing but Ireland St. Patrick's Day gear. I don't know how I'd feel if I got trapped. I mean, I'd have great fun trying on the costumes, but... My name is Bruchette, Bruchette Horan, and I work here in the costume department with all my colleagues. What was the hardest costume ever to get ready? Well, a lot of them can be very difficult. Should we say for Ryan, for Mr Ryan Tuberty himself? I would say the Baloo costume was quite difficult because obviously the costumes have to be lightweight to wear. Um, they have to be comfortable for movement and you have to be able to breathe and not feel too taken over by the whole fur that was around him so we had to make sure that when we cut it and engineered it it was a very lightweight costume and it still it still visually fit the bill and how many toy shows have you helped design the costumes on far too many i'm here far too long but as in particular in the last 15 years i would have actually been head of the design area i'd be responsible for all of it how do you feel about the Christmas jumper and who picks them for you? Well, I, I, what happens is the, we have a department here called the, the wardrobe department yes. or the costume department. Yes. And there's a lady there called Stacey oh. and she's in charge of these things. Hi, I'm Stacey. I'm in uh, the RT costume department. It's a bit crazy, but it's great fun. So today there's a rehearsal of the kids who are doing the opening act in studio. And so we're just trying on a few of the costumes to make sure everything is right and ready for next week. So, who's responsible for looking after Ryan's wardrobe? Well, that would be me, I'm afraid. <laughs> All blame lands on me. So she'll say to me, she's almost embarrassed, she'll say, they're here. I say, what are here? <laughs> she says, they're here. What? The jumpers, they're disgusting, each and every one of them. They're just apt, they're, they're, they're really, really repulsive. You need to come and see them. Oh. So she'll show me maybe 20 jumpers. Yes. And I'll try them on and I'll, I'll look at them. And it's like... I don't know if you, if you if when you go to the shop, you've got great style. So when you go to a shop and you see all the, 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 the say jumpers. the jumpers and yeah. you've got ones with beads on your on your top there. So you might see one with beads, no beads, so it's riding on. And when you see the one you like, you go, yes. yes. So I see the one that's the most disgusting and go, yes. <laughs> I usually start quite early in the year. I see if I can get any kind of in January, February, which weren't, you know, picked up at Christmas from different places. But we try and go Irish. I always try and get the most ridiculous, cheesiest, most horrific looking jumpers possible for him to wear. He doesn't always agree, but he's getting better every year. He's wearing a cheesier jumper every year, which is good. So I'll have different jumpers for different parts of the show. Uh, We'll be doing a press conference and I'll wear a a horrible jumper for that. And I just I just like I like terrifying people. And I do. The disgusting jumpers are always everybody's favourite part. They seem to be. I mean, they've become part of the (laughs) the toy show (laughs) expectation. They're giving me the chance to get into one of the famous toy show costumes. Ooh. So this is where we see all our toy show costumes. They're the starfish that the picture we just saw. Ooh. These are all toy shows past. Oh, you know Teacup. where everything is? Teacup is here. <gasps> now, I have tried on the ones that we've got for grown-ups. Ooh. Of course, it's a perfect is it job. <laughs> is it fun to dress up? It is fun to dress up. Everyone loves dressing up and playing a character, don't they? Yeah. No. It's fun. So, I am going to put this over your head, okay? Oh. There's two armholes inside yes. here. Oh. I'm a teacup. No, don't you feel fantastic? Oh, she's looking a bit sad now. We need to puff out her belly a bit. <laughs> I feel like I could go onto the toy show right now and just totally dance. Won't. You've got the moves I'm, already. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really buy costumes in, do you? Do you hand make everything? 
Um, everything is made in here by us, by the team in the costume department. So all of us are qualified fashion design or seamstress and costume design people. So we all are pattern drafters and costume designers and sewers and makers. If you could steal any one of the costumes throughout all the years and bring it home, what costume would it be? Definitely Ryan's Sebastian the Lobster from The Little Mermaid year. It was the best costume ever. I loved it. Loved it. <laughs> it's important as a journalist to really push your questioning in the hopes of getting a scoop. Can you tell me about what will happen next Friday? Or I know it's quite top secret, but is there anything you can give away? Well, let me see if I can give you an exclusive. So a Toy Show podcast exclusive. Well, I know that Ryan will definitely be in a costume. He'll definitely be singing and dancing. How good are you at keeping the theme a secret? Well, if I tell you, I'll have to kill you. So there you go. <laughs> oh, I'm the best. For sure, I'm at it long enough, so I am the best. And I will not be telling you the theme, if that's what you're looking for, is it? You won't be getting that from me. There'll be toys on it. Uh, um, oh. It'll be a show. Oh, that's a big uh, giveaway. That- <laughs> I think you might have to stop talking I'm now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm breaking under questioning. Uh, but uh, no, it's it's a beautiful theme. Last year, the, the Greatest Showman theme was, yeah. it was lovely, but it, was, it wasn't Christmassy enough for yeah. me uh, so we're going to bring it right back to sort Christmas. of Christmas uh, yeah it's going to be very very um, your, your heart is going to skip a beat it's going yeah. to be beautiful and my costume is the goofiest I've ever had yeah yeah it's really crazy <laughs> I'm really excited to Good. see your costume yeah you like it I don't know about you but I was excited for the toy show even before today now I think I'm very very close to working feels better surprisingly in the next podcast i'm going to be there in the studio being your roving toy show reporter and getting you behind the scenes on the big day don't forget the late late toy show will go out live this friday on the 29th of november at 935 on rte1 and if you want to watch it under your covers on your tablet note to parents, no kids do this, then it can be streamed online here and all over the world with the RTE player. Happy Toy Show!